0: What's up everybody, Um, this is Maurice uh, here with Post Twink and I am joined by...
1: Hello and hey there, this is Moises and our special guest,
2: I'm Dominique. (laughs) Yay, welcome Dominique.
1: Thank
0: Um, you. And let's just get into this, this is our uh, post-election survival guide. (laughs) There's no other way, you just gotta talk about the politics, man. Like there's no, at this point in the game, there's no other way... There's no way to be cute and talk around it, so we're to jumping into this.
1: We brainstormed all the gay topics, and it would just be a disservice not to talk about. It's
0: it. what's on everybody's yeah. mind, man. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. So um. it's some shit. Let's start there. Like, <laughs> I mean, we can acknowledge the shit, right? Like yeah. I, and I'll and I'll say too. I was I had like I was writing a thing. Um, about it and I think one of the things that I that particularly spoke like spoke out to me was that I I, I was actually more disappointed in myself um, For thinking that America would make a different decision or that America wasn't as racist. Well, America
0: made a different decision <laughs> well, No, no, no. You know,
1: I was disappointed that I because I know that like Racism is thriving in our country. I know that those all th- those are like realities, like Islamophobia, sexism. Like I know those are thriving in our um, in our nation. But I was disappointed with myself in that, like I didn't think for a second that they would have enough to like win a presidency. Um, mm-hmm. So it definitely. So in the end of the because t- like I said, like I've always known that these things exist in the world. I guess I I had more hope or optimism in the American people and was really disappointed in myself to in, in in having that degree of optimism.
0: Well, I I think that there's a couple of things. I, I feel like, you know, we all were baited a little bit because um, I feel like media definitely made it seem like there was no way he was actually going to win. True. Um, the polls, the Yeah, punted. so I feel like that was... Um, a lot of us thought that it wasn't really actually going to, to happen. Um, I mean, even
2: his own campaign was
1: surprised.
0: Yeah.
2: Of course they were, because they didn't think they are going to make it this far. That's why they still have thousands of uh, cabinet positions that aren't filled, and they need to be filled by January. And then when you go to the website to apply, it's so basic, it's like easier than applying at McDonald's. Well, and that's, there's right. positions for the Department of Justice that you can just sign up for if you think you got it.
1: Well, and, and and this is the
2: this is the funny part, right?
1: So, sure, he got elected. He ran a messy campaign in terms of organization, groundwork, what have you. And, you know, that is what it is. It was successful, apparently. But that same disorganization confusion mess continues to happen as he is appointing people and what have you i mean the there was a four-day pause on appointing people because chris christie was originally appointed the his transition team lead and signed all the documents with the obama administration to say like yep this is what the transition is going to look like i'm the transition person but then when he let Christie go after he actually got elected they had to pause and re-sign everything for four whole days. They couldn't appoint anyone oh God. because their organization is such a mess. So yeah, I, I just, it's this continued mess.
2: Yeah, because you know what's funny is that the campaign to defeat him was stronger than both his and Hillary's campaign for president. It has backed by. More facts and figures and just general public opinion, just not him. That goal of not him was actually stronger than their campaign, and yet it still turned them. Yeah,
1: thanks electoral college. Electoral. Yes. Well, and I guess that's the piece. I mean, and just to briefly talk about the campaign because I'm over it. We it is what it is. But I I think the other thing that I learned about
2: Americans is that they don't give a crap about facts. <laughs> and about what people say. Um, whatever applies to your worldview, you will assign yourself to it wholeheartedly. Because regardless of what kind of fat checking was happening, folks were
1: like, oh no, that's not what this website told me. Right. FreedomEvil.Facebook's <laughs> reinvented <Right. with laughs> <HIV laughs> aids. Right.
2: right. See, like, that's a sign right there of when you have the older generation, they tell us about our computer usage and everything. They don't know how to tell the difference between a sighted Uh, article or not (laughs) they just see whatever applies to the words that line up that in in their brain equal what they want to hear
1: i I feel like i grew up with a good level of speculation around articles on the internet oh yeah i I think i don't know
0: i i think that it was a little more intentional than that i I don't know like we know that um, a lot of misinformation was created intentionally right we know that um that our country Mm -hmm. definitely has that's what they do you know what yeah. I mean like we know that like in the 70s and the 60s like you know certain music, musical groups were paid by the governments to mm-hmm. create misinformation to influence social I don't know when, when it I comes to papers. when it comes to sorry to cut you off but I feel like when it comes to white supremacists they're very organized oh yeah mm-hmm. they don't lack organization that's not <laughs> the mm-hmm. the issue so I don't, I don't know I feel like I feel like even right now we are um there's a lot happening. Right now, the whole country is being race-baited right now. Oh, absolutely. Um, and there are those of us who, you know, this kind of rise of this, what are they calling it, alt-right? Alt-right. alt-right. Right. right. This, is you a know, nice way
1: to say it.
2: Like, neo-nazi. neo-nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact
0: that they're out here, you know, like, what is, is this, like, my, I was talking to my friend and she was like, is this, like, this is the biggest, like, you know, uh, this is how racist white folks just like pull wigs. because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What a hell of a, you know, wig pull right here. So I don't, um, I don't know. And I think that's my biggest concern, or that's what's in the front of my mind. I think it's just this rise in kind of white supremacists being kind of, honey, out. And they are out. They are in the closet. They are free. They feel very like
1: unapologetic.
0: Um, you know. It's
1: unprecedented for the last like uh, 10 to 20 years of politics. To have people be able to co-sign and not and not disassociate themselves from terrorist groups like the KKK, because historically even Republicans, anytime they associated themselves um, with um, with folks who had like segregationist fucking values, right. they had to like step down or retire. And this is the first time, like in in a long time. I mean, yeah. I mean there's a long history of you know like racist people in office, but there it's was like
2: so blatant. And we
1: just rolled with it. Right, and then, and then now it's like this resurgence. I mean, mm-hmm. with Jeff Sessions, like he is the epitome of like old school Republican like ra- white racists from the South who like...
0: I am from, you know, I am from the diversity generation, you know. They, they, they hid this shit. It was a lie. Yes. And so my question is like, if you know, 90s. if this association, this level association of financial um, backing is like not a secret what the hell are the secrets man <laughs> like this is where i'm like whoa so what are the things These that are people are trying uncovered. to buy hide and bury you know so um yes. it's uh it's a lot but you know i will say that the trump it doesn't matter to be honest to be honest i was thinking this the other day like, it doesn't matter like if dalai lama would have came in at the last minute and been the president and i know politically that's a, mess of a statement, but like he could have been the president but with all the Senate and the House, whatever, like things we would still be thinking about the same things. There's still work to do. Um, at the and that's true, you know, like Trump's campaign like was an inspiration, a twinkle in the eyes of all the neo Nazis out there. So, you know, I, I feel like this level of like visibility of them and their wig pulling and, you know, with the what five on nearly five hundred mm-hmm. hate crimes have occurred since mm-hmm. the since that the election yeah two weeks, less than two weeks. Yeah. And that's
1: going
0: to include the propaganda that's kind of happening. Um, so, I don't know, if on a spiritual level like this is kind of, I feel like what, I don't know, we, we, were, we were having to go to faces no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, a certain level of this no matter what. So, yeah. that's kind of one truism. But, you know, I still don't know. Yeah. I don't, well, I do. talked to my girl I don't have a reference for this shit. I <laughs> had to call her because I was like, yeah. man, I don't have a right. public neo-Nazis, man, like,
1: <laughs> it's not part of my, like, regular existence, they're having
0: conferences in D.C. right now, <laughs> right. like, there's videos where I was Facebook this morning, hail Trump, hail Trump, and, um, Oof. yeah, yeah, it's serious, and so, well, it's, I don't have a reference for it, so I called my grandmother, right. um, you know, she's, I don't know, how old is she, she's what, 70 or something, whatever. Grew up in between Mexico City and um, Southside, should I be saying that? <laughs> um, she's a U.S. citizen. But she grew up in between Mexico City and Southside Chicago, you know, during the 50s, and 60s. You didn't give
2: an address or a zip code, so I think she's <laughs> Right. Right.
0: Um, and I called her, and she was like, I was like, oh, I'm fucked up around it. And she was like, and I was just saying, I don't have this, this level of, of ism. Um, but she was like, well, you know, she's like, what will I do? And, you know, not, and not so long ago. Um, but I think one thing she definitely did say was um, well what you do is you take care of yourself the best you can every single mm-hmm. day um, and she's kind of a hippie um, I love her she's kind mm-hmm. of a hippie though and so that kind of was like no matter what you take care of yourselves like the best you can no matter what you do what that looks like is interesting um, what would it will look like for interesting it, it you know what 100 day plans are they really going to you know like kick out this 1.9 million people
1: mm-hmm. create registries
2: of muslim folks yeah i mean like and
0: like we've had those after 9 11 we had those yeah i mean it's not um,
2: there, but to this level of just practically internment camp not yet a step away yeah
0: yeah and we live in colorado the home of the internment camp. <laughs> right. by yeah. the way um
1: well and i guess that makes me curious like what are what did taking care of yourself look like after the election or even, like, the night of, into the next day. And then we can talk about
0: sort of, like... Oh, I'm a hot fucking stuff. mess right now. I'm a hot yeah. mess because I don't know, like, what this means for me, like, um, in terms of... You know, I've thought about all these things. I was like, do I... can I live, you know, down I live, you know, I live here in Denver. I live downtown. Uh, I'm learning to call this neighborhood downtown now. <laughs> I never called it downtown before, but, like, it's but it's... Like 10 years ago, this was not downtown.
1: Downtown Maurice. This was
0: like, you know, a stone's throw from downtown. <laughs> but like, you, you live downtown. Um, uh, you always did, Which
1: like five blocks away. <laughs> yeah. But
0: like, I can walk downtown in 10 minutes. So this is yeah. probably like in six minutes, like I walk and I'm in the middle of downtown. So I live downtown. And like, because they market the neighborhood now, it's God, downtown. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, technically, where's the hills, the heights? But no, it's downtown. Um, we got downtown ass rent. Prices. <laughs> That's for sure. We had That's downtown right. rent median. This is downtown. to well lives
1: on Sixty Three Mall. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's only like the the median rent difference between and Sixty Three Mall is only about three hundred dollars. Oh, God. <laughs> <totally crazy. laughs>
2: it would be in a little, little, little tiny lot. Which is like which Street is Mall.
0: like woo, rub your brow. But technically, you know, depending right. on the type of. Um, no, yes, yeah, so I'm I'm definitely still. I forget what I was saying, but I'm definitely still um, a mess because I've thought about things like, do I need to move to like a black neighborhood? Mm-hmm um for reasons of safety mm-hmm. totally or do i need to live in a quote-unquote <laughs> allegedly diverse neighborhood for reasons of safety <laughs> do i stay here or do i move i, I know I've, I've been thinking about that a lot like um the other day you just you know the other day the hate crimes are happening down the street from here or whatever the
1: vandalism mm-hmm.
0: the, yeah so i've definitely thought about that but um I think for me, one thing that I had to recognize, I was on the bus one day. Um, it was like two days after the election, coming from downtown, and like you know, it's crowded. It's, it's mm-hmm. like it's the, it's the Colfax bus, whatever. It's 15L, um, and you know, you know, it's the bus. Yeah. So I'm there. Yeah. I'm just like whatever. I'm on my phone, like you know, there's rubbish around me, blah blah blah. And um, some young white lady gets on the bus. She's like standing near me, or whatever. She has like a box, and she's like, I, I had a Starbucks cup, right? Um, and I was like on my phone, and she like she's like. Oh, wow, look, oh, the cup, yeah, they finally got the holiday cup out. And I'm like, like what? what is this noise I hear? And I'm like, huh? And she's like, yeah, the cups, because I remember, you know, they had the first ones out and everybody got all weird. And I was like, bitch, is it, why are you talking about a cup? I don't care. It's coffee, like, have you not had coffee before, girl? Like, what's the problem?
2: See people like to just start conversations and on the And
0: she bus, was you know? totally doing it, and I was looking yeah. at her face and realized she was like, really trying to start a conversation about this fucking Starbucks cup. Let me listen
2: to my music.
0: And I had to check myself, though, because I was like, she was just, like, trying really hard to make conversation. Like, it was almost oozing out of her body, yeah. out of her chest. And I'm definitely defensive since mm-hmm. the election. Like, you know, and I'm yeah. just going to say, tell us about the race things. You know, tell I live just is. mostly yeah. white, you know, in Denver in general. Very white in okay. downtown, you know, where I live. And so, you know, I'm just, like, on defense, like, screw-faced. Like, man, I don't even know... Because you realize, like, all these people are, like, you know, this kind of silent alt-right movement, you know. Because you, like, realize they're all around you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, for me, I'm just, like, paranoid. Well, even, I'm a person of color, so I am in general. But paranoid more so around, Mm -hmm. like, white folks. I'm just, like screw-facing everybody, cause I don't, I don't know, you know, like, are you part of the clan? Uh, <laughs> I'm right, like, every white exactly. so person, I'm yeah, like, man, I'm 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 like, like are, are you, are you part of the clan? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like looking at, you know, like escape routes. there's my I white person, yeah. like, are you part of the clan? Um, and I, but I, the point is, I see her and she's like trying really hard, and I notice that I catch it, and I just kind of this thing where I'm like. Um, and I'm not one of the people of color who like feels like my mission is to like defend on people all the time mm-hmm. I, I just don't say that, but i'm um noticing like just in her body and her energy that she's really like at the same time trying to make sense of the country now as am I and just trying to have a conversation, and so I'm sitting there looking there I'm thinking like oh, she's probably fucked up too, wondering, right. she too would probably wondering if yeah. all the other white folks are also part of the clan around yeah. <laughs> her as well. She's like, I just
2: want to let you know I'm with you. Right.
0: She was just like, girl, I don't, I don't, I'm freaked out too. Right. And so I realized like, oh shit. So, you know, like awkward pause when I got off the bus um, I was just like, you know, I didn't like address it like, oh, have a good day, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy your weekend just to be like, okay girl, like we too are trying to figure out, you know, what this means for each of us. And so I think, Having that experience and a couple others like that, where you know, I'm just because everybody I feel like everybody's walking around hard yeah, and tough, tough and just mm-hmm. tense, and so on I on all sides of the yeah. issue. Yeah, um, then I, I was at a ceremony too, and some, some folks there, mostly people of color and a couple of white folks, you know, some friends were there, and um, some of them were just talking about like how for them walking down the street is, is hard as well because for them, when they pass, people of color or working class folks or People um, of consciousness or whatever, like, they are wondering if people think that, like, they are this new alt-right army as well. and You know what I mean?
2: Which is still a little silly because it's one thing to feel paranoid about what people think of you. It's another when you're walking on the street and people literally kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, like, well, it, people think of me versus someone will actually harm me yeah. are two different things. Like, oh, and in different. some ways,
1: is that like the the weight or like the burden of the privilege that they have to carry is like white
2: oh,
0: people? It completely. yeah. It completely yeah, is. Yeah, like, it, it completely is yeah, I was absolutely. not thinking about them. I'm thinking about safety planning. No, right. Every like, exactly, five minutes. My
2: physical being could be at danger walking down the street as opposed to you feeling that I think you're racist. Exactly. Like let's compare. You, <laughs> I
0: had a moment of compassion, okay, because I was what? like, no, it is "Oh, good. I didn't think about you know you all who are not the devil." um so and, but, but also too, like, I don't know what this. Is about. I mean, I don't know what you Ooh, it sounds like a motherfucker. Um, I'm gonna just try to make it one piece. Um, no, but, seriously yeah.
1: though. Well, and I had a few white people to reach out to me um, via social media, media which I really appreciated at the end of the day. Oh, but yeah. I was also like, "Why is this happening? Like, this is so strange." And. Only because there's people that I really haven't talked to in a while who are reaching out and offering, like you know, just like like a like support and like you know, also like expressing solidarity with me, um, and not to say that I you know like and I appreciated that at the end of the day, like I just sort of think about it. I was like, why are people like coming at me this way. Come it may have die. also been because of some of my like angry posts on Facebook about white people and how they need to come to their cousins because if their cousins ask me questions, I'm going to elbow them in the face. So, you know, I clearly expressed some anger mm-hmm. <laughs> towards, mm. you know, um, that community, yeah. but, um, but it was all, you know, but, but there was this moment where I had to be like, Oh, you all are like suffering through this as well. And maybe not to the same de- definitely not to the same degree yeah. um, or severity. Um, and, I, and I do like to like, and I don't know the quote exactly, but I feel like Samantha B made a really good point when she was talking to her fellow white people. Um, and she was like, so you know this anger, this frustration, this fear that you're feeling? Mm. This is the same feeling that people of color have felt all their lives. Welcome. And I was like, thank you for saying it. Like.
3: Mm. And, and but, it, but it is
1: I think it is important to acknowledge too that the, the though the fear may manifest differently or look, I mean the consequences of these realities look different for white people, um, I think it is important to like acknowledge that like're we're, we're trying to figure this out together. like or we have to figure this out together. And
2: Oh yeah, like we definitely have to figure it out together, but um, you have to remember like, for me, if they want to be an ally to me and I get the actual solidarity is the fact that you understand what caused this (laughs) and your acknowledgement in like this system, whether you're aware of it or not, if you're aware of those things, then you can help me. You just telling me it's going to be okay, but yet when I explain to you my situation in it and you're not actually clicking or relating to it, then you're not helping me. You're just patting me on the back. That's nice, but that doesn't help me. I exactly. guess I <laughs> guess
0: I differ from you a little bit because I'm like, well, A, it's not going to be okay. Like, I just, me, no, it's not. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the,
2: 508 will, crimes. Will, will
0: internment camps happen, you know, come January 21st, twenty second, 23rd. There's a lot of um, policy level shit. We do. There's will this, or maybe they're so unorganized that it won't happen. Or maybe it'll happen in March or May or June. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. So I'm like, I. I hate to be the pessimist, um, but it's not going to be okay. Um, no, yeah. I that's mean, not. That's not it at all. And so you. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm not interested. I don't. On a larger level, like my interest or my need is not solidarity, or it's not, I'm not. I don't care about your passion or your internalized process for solidarity you wearing paper clips or whatever it is or or, 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 I'm sorry safety pins (laughs) or or whatever it is Mm -hmm. I think that like that's I think those of us who unfortunately like experience marginalization um socially in all the ways that it can like understand that it's like a survival plan it's it's you know it's about safety planning every day it's about um you know like the whole like you know can is it wise for me to like do I need to look at like immigrating outside? Right. I've you know do I do I do need to look at like immigration what that looks like? And I have had to put my uh, learn understand something about my privilege because I'm like immigration is expensive. Uh, yes, yes. I was not because I'm a since that I've never like immigrated or considered it to another country like not seriously enough to like you know start looking. Start pulling paperwork. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it is not cheap. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all it's a couple future. hundred dollars just for an application. Exactly. Why
2: do you think people come here in pieces of wood? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, you know, like privilege, you're like, ooh, okay. But, um, but you know, but it's, but it's I mean, let me take it back. We are all in this together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the way in which all struggles are all, all yeah all struggles are all different yeah on that piece and so um you know I, I just have to like do i you know is my role right now solidarity with folks who are not u.s born you know what i mean yes or exactly. you know well that's to me or like to what degree because mm-hmm. part of me like do i need to be like cutting that shouldn't happen thinking about like how my body is going to be safe here <laughs> you know what I mean Or is it no, yeah. like 100% safety, yeah. you know push it up there too I mean I, I think it's mm. kind of combination of both things no yeah
3: well
1: and I feel like I've had to think about my role sort of like in the movement at large right in particular with like white communities mm-hmm. I feel like in, in terms of the movement I've I it's always been really easy for me and I've liked sort of being the educator right mm-hmm. so like someone's like oh I want to learn more about this I'm like okay well I can break this down for you but it was after this election that that I realized that I can't be that person anymore for folks who are trying to figure this out. And and there are other people who can do that. And I'm glad that they exist in the world. And I was happy to do this for a really long time. But it was after this election that... I, I, and I think there's other reasons too. But, but I can't be the educator for white people around issues of race. Around... Like, I, I can't do it anymore. Like, I don't... It's not... I don't think I have the emotional strength.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, to have that conversation with, with people in the same way that I think I would have pre a Trump election right um, and so I've really had to evaluate like where so if I you know so if I'm not if I'm not willing to be sort of this educator person then where do I like where do I put my energy and where do I where do I like actually stand with in solidarity with other communities and and really like point people to other folks who are willing to do that education to like help to like wake up these folks and like get them like on point because I don't honestly after this election I'm not the one anymore
0: well, I, well, you know what, here's the thing. Unless you're my friend.
1: If you're my friend, I'll have a conversation with you. But... Well, I think one thing will happen no is, strangers. is
0: like when all these um, working class, uh, underprivileged white folks who, well, or folks in general, who voted for Trump thinking that he was going to make America great for them, when they realize that Trump, I don't know why people think this at all, but when they realize that like that whole cabinet is not here to solve Caucasian poverty. Um, that they will not improve the, you know what I mean, that, they, right. that the lives of poor people are not actually mm-hmm. going to be changed, that, like, their health access is not going to expand. Um, it <laughs> actually
1: be taken away.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of like, I feel like, well, when that shit hits the fan, you know, that may provide some critical moments for consciousness raising.
1: Well, Potentially, though, but how many of them are going to um, go back to blame Obama? I mean, it goes back to the deep-seated racism. I mean, they've been blaming Obama, for, like, from go before before he even became president. And and so regardless of what happens in this, I hon- and, and maybe I'm just like pessimistic at this point, but I honestly feel regardless of what happens, because even post so I guess contextually, right, if you think about the president, the Obama presidency, mm-hmm. he was handed like a shitstorm. And still the discourse around the Bush administration, we all can finally agree that Bush was an awful president. But like conservatives, like Republicans and Democrats across the board are like, yeah, yeah we're not gonna like co-signed him and like what had happened there in a lot of ways but still instead of actually like siding the state of the america co- economy on the bush administration people continue to blame obama which is inherently oh, racism well there, and and
0: there are be the black person that, that's just exactly kind of, when so, you walk into the room when you're black you learn yeah, that everything's but, your fault like that's, that's part thing. of it but that's my fear though right is yeah. so Allegedly. when
1: mm-hmm. when these working class white folks Recognize that Trump actually is not here for them. That all the people that he's put in the cabinets who are lobbyists, who are Washington insiders—you got played,
0: son. They got yes. played. But who are they going
1: to blame? It's going to go right back to like, oh, that's because he's trying to fix the the narrative. I promise you. And and I'm and, and I'm pessimistic. I'm naming it now. But I promise you that they're gonna attribute that to Obama, and it will have nothing to do with Trump because he still has four years to make America great, and he was handed the like. He's it's not. not
0: the, he will the make America great again, just not for people like myself.
1: <laughs> for the vast majority of
0: Americans, exactly.
2: Well, the thing with electing him, because did you see that Tony Morrison wrote an essay about like why this was the way it did. She wrote basically that oh, white it, was, fragility yeah, it. it was just poor, uneducated white people or even rich ones. They just felt that they were losing everything so fast that they all voted in droves to keep whatever they thought they were losing. The white lash. Yes. For and the night. sad thing about that, because um, you have the fact that you have so many white people that feel that they... They're losing something. Yeah, they're losing everything. Even the games. Yes. air quotes. Yeah. Sorry. No. No. The they are. are a podcast. They are. They're
0: losing privilege and precedence. Of, <laughs> yeah. The fact that you can't oh, say so whatever hard. you want to
2: me anymore—that bothered you so badly. Like the fact that you can't communicate with me however you want. You have to actually think before you talk to me. I th- that, I, I, some I, people I, even, so
1: even attributed to like demographics and numbers. Mm-hmm. Like there were some pundits and folks, and I I can't disagree with them. They were like. There are, there are definitely a contingent of white folks in the United States of America who are seeing demographic changes and are scared that yeah. they are becoming the minority. And so this was their response to, um, to that fear is to be like, well, we're going to continue to maintain. You know what's funny?
0: Harry Condabalo and that thing, whatever. Um, Harry Condabalo, the community, I love Harry Condeballo. Um But he has a, he has a, he has a, he has a what did they say by 2050 um, that white identified people in this country pre <laughs> Trump? The projection was that they would be like less than 50% of the total thing. And so there's this idea that means that that, that, that they would be the minority, which is actually incorrect. Right. Because it assumes, like Kandabalu says, um, that like everyone else who's non-white is the same. Right, exactly. So like, even if they go to less than 50% to like 42% or whatever it is in 2050... That is still larger than, like, my people who are 12%. Well, exactly. Or my people
1: who are, like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, no, y'all kind of coming, coming, coming up. Y'all kind of coming up. Y'all kind of. We got California. We're <laughs> coming for UTex. I think we're real close to Texas. Cause y'all
0: like, not there already. Because y'all, what, like, 30s? Yeah. Y'all, y'all rocking pretty hard. Uh, we got California. But, it, but it's kind of like <laughs> that we're all a, you know, so Yeah, it's kinda, no, that's good one. So So, I mean, actually, if you look at the numbers, technically, you still... You're still going to be the majority of white folks. Like, right? I don't. So, it's... it's I mean, Mm, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like they get race baited too, but they don't. Oh yeah, I mean,
2: they are. Yeah, but, the people play on their racial fears, it's just some people know when to pull out. Because you had John McCain back in 2008, he was Do he men was really whistling. know when to pull out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pregnancy rates,
3: skyrocketing.
1: No, you had
2: him dog whistling at these crowds, and it, he knew that they were racially charged, so he was trying to get that same energy, but the second they started shouting epithets and slurs, he actually stopped them. Same with Mitt Romney, because they mm-hmm. kind of play with that energy, but when it gets a little too much, then they back off. This time, we rode that train, Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Dominic,
0: Dominic. I love you. Do not put it. Do not say we. I would not
2: say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> As American, as white Americans, if that was the mindset, yeah. it would be. We're gonna ride this train into the cliff.
0: Speaking, <laughs> speaking of riding trains, um, is it bad? Because you know how like oppression, suppression, and repression are um, great. Context for creating community and and strengthening community bonds.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, unfortunately so. But yes. I I mean yeah, (laughs) because it's
0: like you know it's the necessity. uh, (laughs) What is it? Necessity is the mother of invention, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, so the counterculture resistance. Do you know music art? I'm like, now the dating scene. Mm. I'm like, my God! I wonder how long will it take. For relations between the gays to improve with all this oppression, never. Mm. <laughs> or will stupid. it just be an increase in trade?
3: Because
0: <laughs> that's been tearing apart the community for you know decades. Right, but, right. Um, <laughs> but an increase, I don't. Know. But I'm like, will it? Will it make the gay anything better?
1: I mean, it's already making it more divisive. So I'll say this: I um, and I feel fine publicly talking about this, and then I got to send a message today. So I feel okay. Like do I'm you think about, about, think about it? Think about it. Think yeah. about it. I'm no, gonna buy you some fine. time. Uh, okay. So, two weeks ago, I was kicked out of a gay establishment. Um, because I was not. It was him, it was not me. It was just me and uh, some of my friends. This one. Um, and my friends are really amazing, and I love them for this. But um, the, the gay bar we were at thought it was cute, but it was real playful to have a mannequins with two mannequins, one with a Hillary. This is before the election, the weekend before the election. One with a Hillary mask on, and another mannequin with like a Trump mask. Encouraging people to take pictures with them.
0: Sure. It was, were, it was supposed would be like a top versus bottom scene. That's disgusting. Let's not elbows. go there.
1: <laughs> is he right? Like, So, me and my friends, we first walked by it. Um, we're like, what the fuck? Like, why is this a thing? Um, and like, kicked it to the ground. And like, messed up the Trump mannequin quite a bit. Laid him out. They told us to stop, so we walked away. Took some photos of ourselves in the photo booth. Went back. Walked past the Trump mannequin again. And my friend beat the shit out of it. Kicked it back to the ground. Was kicking it. And then they asked us to leave. They were like, you all need to leave. And thankfully, my other good friend grabbed the mask off the mannequin and dumped it in the trash can. And all we saw was that as we left is them looking for that damn mask. And honestly, I was talking to the security guard and I was leaving. And I was like, what did you expect? <laughs> like, I, And I honestly asked him, I was, what did you expect? You brought in. you thought You all thought it was cute to have this hate monger. Like... Manifestation right. in this club someone who's acted like whose people has actively worked against us mm-hmm. And you all didn't think that people were gonna fuck with this mannequin and and actually the security guard was like Yeah, no, I didn't make the decision. It was fucked up no. um, So I'm glad that, that was there, but then today I get a text message from a friend At from X bar. He took a picture and sent it to him There was an American flag hung on one of their fucking fences.
0: Okay, so I'm a black man American flags mean exit mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> right. But then on the other side of the fucking flag, like over the fence, there was a like a, a puppet oh. with a sombrero on its head, like trying to peek over the fence. And so my friend sent me this picture, and he was like, "I sent this to X bar. I told him this was fucked up. Oh they said they God. took it down. But the fact that that was even there to begin with, and that your customers are seeing it before your staff."
0: But they've got, but they have a horrible because it wasn't it right 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 after because we were the first pride after the or the Orlando shooting, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or massacre, or however we should, yeah, yeah, yeah. massacre, I guess the proper way to term it. massacre. Yeah. Um, we were the first pride after that, and I feel like somebody in our circle talked about, like, being there, and, like, one of the ways in which the security decided to, like, at last get everybody out was to say that they're the shooter in the club, and they thought it was funny. So they have a history of, like...
3: See, and that's why I wonder... They have a
0: history of being themselves.
1: Right, (laughs) well, and and I guess that's the part that I wonder about, uh, you know, because I really would love for, like, the gay community to be like, all right, no, we need to, like, come together and fight against this stuff and, like, be more radical and be, like... You know all oh, the things that I want them to be, and there and it, there's there's those of us who are there. Mm-hmm. But then I continue to see stuff like this at this establishment, in the, and th- that remind me, and mm-hmm. and I really honestly like push it in my face that like even in our community, like I can't be as hopeful, and there's there's still work to be done. Well, like
2: you see, what you have is um, we touched on this earlier is the level of facetiousness that you have with certain peril in this age right now is unprecedented.
1: I can make a joke about it, but we're talking about people's lives.
2: Yeah, I'm making a joke about it, and then someone gets their car destroyed
0: You know what's funny? I've got this friend door. who um I hope he never hears this podcast, because he'll be able to identify himself very quickly. But I have this friend who like, so you know I work in uh, and I work for a healthcare, I work in HIV, so healthcare disparity and the way in which well, historically, I've done the work had to do with intersectionality, and so there's a social justice component to my work. And so, like, um, just put a catch up for a second. So I have this friend who um, does not do that type of work at all, and different. He works like he's like a medical assistant, mm-hmm. um, so he works in healthcare of a different, you know, way in which I do. Um, but he likes to forward me these memes of, you know, kind of like making fun of like. Uh, the kind of the neo-li- the neoliberalism age that just ended, <laughs> um, but kind of like you know something these these funny and they're funny these memes of like somebody being like oh I identify as a uh, jerk ch- jerk chicken connoisseur who uh, is you know um, a, a, a partifarian. And I find it a form of violence when you say, excuse me, because I find C's to be violent. Because they're, you know, just these really really funny, and they're funny memes. And so he sends them to me a lot.
2: Um, (laughs) Hypersensitive.
0: And I think they're funny because I work in an area where, like, identity politics, like, we're constantly doing advocacy. So we're constantly having to educate people on who people in the world are. And we're Mm -hmm. constantly having to, like deconstruct privilege in order to advocate for people to have things like access to healthcare or like mm-hmm. be able to like use the restrooms without being beaten mm-hmm. or like for people to be able to like rent an apartment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And be able to sign their own lease because of pieces of their identity that mm-hmm. some people, you know, like feel that they can uh, disregard disrespect because as it is right. And really so, oppress. Right. Yes. And so that's kind of like part of my day job. Right. Yeah. And so because of that, you know, like it can be funny because you're in spaces where um, you know, like people who are new to that level of polarization, sometimes don't mm-hmm. don't know what they're talking about, right. and will overly intellectualize things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, you know, like some folks who are frontliners, you it's a serious thing, but it can be funny when people who like aren't really up to speed right. or kind of are, or or are overdoing it when they don't need to be or that right. kind of thing, right? But I never have never understood why he tends to like have a certain like this like a certain passion around some of these memes. comes mm-hmm. they're like you don't work in advocacy all day. Like, why is this... F- I don't understand, oh, like, yeah. why this tends to be such a thing... Funny thing for you. A funny thing for you. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand yeah. you're a human being. We're all here. But it's kind of like, my daily job is, like, I have to, like... Actually
1: think about these things. <laughs> like, all the time.
0: And how does that mean for, like, work? Or how, what does that mean for, like, a client I've seen? And what does that mean for, like, how I help them to navigate health care? Right. Mm-hmm. Because without... You know what I mean? Because, like, like, they... Right. You, whatever. There are so many barriers. Or that would just allow them to su- to succeed in it. And, But I was okay. now like, why are you so thinking? As so I told, sent me one, and it was like right after the election. And I was like, oh, I guess it's supposed to be funny or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, maybe it's funny now. I guess we can laugh at it now. But, you know, I said like in six months when this new cabinet hits office, this won't be funny because so much shit is going to be shut down. So I guess it's funny for the next few months because January 20th, won't be funny anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like... Um, I don't know what the point of that story it was. It was—it was on my heart.
1: Oh no! Yeah. Well, and it's also like, how do we use humor in a way to—I mean, similar to as we were talking about, but like, how do we? What is humor looking like post this election, as either something that's providing us like some degree of like reassurance or power, or
2: mm-hmm.
1: mocking the fact that these are real people's lives that
2: right, Cause... or
1: or minimizing the fact that these are like everyday lives. And right, like safety.
2: when we were talking about like the Joe Biden memes, it's the fact that you are using these memes as a way to actually express how you really feel Like, but everyone can still get around it because it's not you just yelling on Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's just, it allows people to kind of selectively pick which part of this they can find entertaining. But you're actually venting your life out with these things. That's why so many people post them. It's not because they think it's even funny. It's because it's speaking to something that's actually in them. Which is what, goes back to what you were saying. Because Mm. um, I'll call that the Chappelle Show effect where mm. you understand the humor of something because you're entrenched in it and you have knowledge of it so you can see what parts are innocent enough that you laugh mm. at. But an outsider does not see that and their view of it is actually more stereotypical and bigoted. And I, uh, the reason why I use yeah. that example is the fact that Dave Chappelle, he was, uh, at the time, that was on Comedy Central, wanted him to do another season, gave him like $4 million. Um, $50 million. 15. Was it? It was bigger than that? Oh, sheesh. But it was the fact that during a sketch, uh, everyone was laughing, obviously, at the sketch. But one white man was laughing a little too hard for him. Because you could hear him even in the back distinctly laughing his ass off. And that made him uncomfortable because he was like, why do you laugh at this compared to why do I laugh at this? It's because you're seeing all the racial stereotypes that affirm what you think, and right. you're like, that's right, that's how they are. And, that,
0: and that's like with my friends, these memes, I, mm-hmm. I, I think it, they became, like, first they're just an outlet for me to laugh at. Just kind of, like, mm-hmm. even just laugh at, like, you know, even folks on Tumblr who, like, <laughs> the, the Tumblr sphere, who sometimes I think we can identify those people who are there who are, like, just... Um, Excited to have a venue to exercise their political voice. Yeah, um, and which is a good thing. Which, which is a good thing, but sometimes but it can be a little annoying. Very, but also very over. Yeah. Just, just yeah. over everything is so much, right? Yeah, um, and so more
2: personal, Tumblr is more personalized because yeah. you do, people used to do that on Facebook before your grandma and your mom and everybody else was on it. Because back then it was a lot like Tumblr, where people were more open with what they would share. Yeah, because not everybody they knew in their life was on it, but now they are. So.
0: And, and said friend, I cause I began a question like do you like honestly hate in your heart these people you know what I mean do you hate like trans folks like do you um, you know like hate hate them. do you yeah like 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 do you lack respect know. for people who say like you know as uh, for example like a working class person um, who identifies as queer like I find it you know challenging to accept this cultural norm like do you hate people who say that or who articulate themselves in that way it it, it made me, and it's still sometimes I have moments where I question our friendship. Like, are we really, like, right. can we really be friends? Because, like, I, I, I question, like, are we, like, do you have a level of, like, hatred for things or certain values that are really corner mm-hmm. and foundational to, like, I don't know, how I show up and how I elect daily to move through the world. All right. I mean, it's a it's a little moment, you know.
1: I mean, this election, if anything, has helped us to learn a lot about the people around us. But
0: Chino, we're still good. I just, you know, you know, we've had talk about these memes.
1: But it also talks about, like, I mean, I think that also points to, I mean, we're also kind of talking about like humor as a tool. Um, And as someone who uses humor as a way to vent my frustration and sarcasm as a as and and honestly, as a way for me to like process. Mm -hmm. um, There have definitely been, I mean, because I definitely was. Because that's how I deal with things. Like, for example, like, I was at the, I was at one of the protests downtown. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I was definitely there. I was chanting, whatever. And, you know, I was just making, like, a couple jokes every now and then. Uh, But there were definitely people in our group who were like, I'm not here for, like, we're not, I'm not here to joke with you right right now. This is, like, serious
2: stuff. But, and and, and I respect that, (laughs) right? Like facetious. (laughs) Right? And, like, I get that because I was like, you know, though my
1: joke wasn't, like, in poor, like, I don't think it was, like, in poor taste or anti the protest by any means, but I had to recognize it was like, no, like this right now, this right. is not how you're dealing with this stuff. This is how right. I like
2: Well, if you're like Spider Man. Spider Man said that himself. He's like, I use humor to hide how afraid I am. He said that blatantly. Like, the only reason I laugh in these bad guys' faces is because I'm actually afraid. And it throws them off.
3: Oh totally.
1: <laughs> so so I think like Humor is a tool in that way. I think you, we have to be conscious of... I mean, I definitely wasn't. I was like, all right, cool. Moises, maybe kill it on the jokes with this person because they... Like, th- right. that's not what they... Like, I don't that's
2: how that's how my ass stuff. off personally. But <laughs>
1: right. And, but in the same regard, right, in seeing the other ways that people have used humor to sort of deal with this, yeah. um, for better or for worse, sometimes it's, it's led me to question on, like, am I going to continue to watch this show because of the way that they have dealt with this issue or the way that this... Um, this news anchor has talked about this mm-hmm. or even listening to the radio like the the news on um, I'm like wow I really don't want to listen to these people anymore because of the way that they tackled this subject. Whether you know whether or not I laughed at it or not mm-hmm. it there there definitely been moments where I'm like, nope, it's not even
0: well Yeah it like yeah. I I I think comedy is like a beautiful thing. No absolutely oh, I and I honestly see comedians like good comedians as healers. Yes. Um, I feel like one function of comedy, or maybe um, like I feel like black comics like talk about race a lot, right? Yep. Yeah. And I feel like, and I'm going to make a big sweeping statement, um, but I feel well, like well, and a
1: lot of comedians of color, do yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Let me let's yeah, like the a little, Asians, little, uh, the yeah, Latinos, it's always. But I feel color.
0: like for a lot of us, because of um, our experiences, it's it's a way for us to keep healthy around the experience yeah. that we have. Oftentimes, being on the on the on the on the bottom foot of you know like racist, right? Um, uh like institutional racist structures that consistently, you know, like reinforce these ideas. So it's not like um I feel like some people only think racism is only interpersonal. Right. And that's yeah. the, and that's actually just prejudice. But you know, but right. but yes. whatever. Words mean things. But I but one thing I like about it is that it helps to like lighten the load and help people deal with and negotiate exactly. things. Like, um I don't know, I like comics that talk about colonialism all the time. Yes. Like just exactly. because yeah. like you know what I mean? For some of us, yeah. it's like, well, of yeah. it's
2: like a uniting thing because we have, like, an Indian comic who talks about colonialism and everything. You're like, yeah, that sounds pretty darn familiar. Yeah, and exactly. exactly. That we all have a similar experience with...
0: But it's also, like, acknowledging the truth.
2: Yes. Right, because how...
1: Because so rarely do we hear those... A, do we hear those conversations and or yeah. discussions, let alone hear someone make a joke about them. Right. Right, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like few and far and in between, and so it, you know, there's definitely times that I've sought out comedians to hear to hear that kind of humor, or, or right. to, and really to heal around some of that stuff, yeah. Because because there's no other venues that I've, that those conversations are happening.
0: Because, you know, I think like it's just important because you have to acknowledge. For me, I do need to acknowledge the truth or acknowledge that here's what it is or this is like the lay of the land mm-hmm. and this is what we experience and this is kind of what. And at the end of it, you. I don't know, can lighten your load a little bit. Yeah. Um, or you can feel more human or more connected yeah. to other folks. Um, even if they, whether they're similar to you or not. But I, I, I think comedy is a great way in which we just, help us face face the truth of the, of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. When done well, some comedians some, some are shit. But. And see, that's why right. with,
2: this definitely
1: cannot be done well. Right. <laughs> but
2: see, that's why with, uh, it come, when it comes to people of color, especially black people, because mm-hmm. black comedians make the most of their entire career talking about their race more than anybody else. You think so? Oh, yeah, definitely. Most, 90% of any of your black comedians who have movies and TV shows, like, they made the most out of being black and talking about being black more than, uh, secondly, mm-hmm. to a Latino comedian, like, um, True, no, yes. yeah. But
1: it's... No, and I agree that, and I agree that, like, yeah. black comedians kind of really paved the way they're, for other comedians of color about that and to be able own, to go in that. Yeah, head. voice
2: with it. But it's the fact that we joke about these things uh, because like you said, it's we've d- had such a long history with it. But uh, white people on the other hand, like like at the mm-hmm. protest, were they white, uh, got mad at you for joking? Uh, no, but they weren't, yeah, weren't, yeah. Okay. But still, it's the fact that yeah. when you are introduced to this new problem, you see it a lot more seriously. <laughs> but then when I'm, maybe as a black person, there's so many things where I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that I happened. That's a thing. Go, right? Yeah, here we go again. I All like there it goes, Keenan and Kel. I, right.
0: feel, I feel like I almost got to a fight with my friend on Facebook post election, and it didn't. It wasn't. You know, she was um. One of my greatest friends. She she she's the teacher yeah, yeah. of the way we like started a nonprofit when we were nineteen out of out of our apartments, like as college students. It was, you know, I this you know like she's the homie, um, and uh, you know like. Most people were devastated. In her, um, she was just funny. Like I had white friends right. who were posting. My, one of my homegirls in New York. She was a star. She was like, "I've always hated white people," and I was like, <laughs> and I was that's looking strong. like, "Girl, uh, those are your people," and that's not a healthy statement. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm actually very concerned about you, <laughs> right? And I and I, had a, and I and I took a screenshot. And I sent it to my other friend, and I was like who's the person of color, and I was like, yo, I was like, my white friends are losing their shit. Like, I'm actually concerned about all of my white friends right now because I feel like their hands are going to explode. Like, yeah. And I was like, yo, um, and then I, but my other friend, she posted a thing and she was like, you know, America, I know you are not racist and, and racism will not win in America. And I was like, mm, no, America is,
2: <laughs> always has been. Historically. The foundations of, <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: I was like, I think what you mean to say is just that not all of us here are. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We have a firm history. I was like, that's actually not true. I need Probably, you to dial back.
2: You, and see, what you have there is, uh, you have a lot of white people who actually they identify with being uncomfortable around racist white people because a lot of them, like I have two, I have a friend who grew up around entirely black people. He's right, he's white. Mm. By the time he moved here. And like around his white family members and everything they ask you weird things oh yeah when you're are hot, really... especially when you're a kid they're like wasn't it weird being around all those black kids like they ask you little things like that and then he was like well, no. would know like really comfortable As the yeah once they feel like room. yeah cuz you you came out of that situation and they're like what was it like and they ask all these little weird questions and that makes that makes them realize oh white people are really Weird, cause my own family asked me these really strange questions about my friends. Like, we thank God we got you out of that situation around those people. How was that? Was that weird? Like you rescued them from a Syria or something? It's like that's how they feel, but.
0: I'm also one of the people who asked those questions though. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm kind of like, so, well, girl. that's different. So, than... girl, you grew up in a small town in Sweden. And... Right? How was that, girl? How are you feeling? Tell <laughs> me. Please, do you need it? Do you need anything right now? <laughs> I mean, look, like I'm an other oh, person. That's a different
2: spot, though, because it's, you're coming from a place of like, what's the community like, or the people, like things like that, more so than we got you away from those animals. That's
0: not the
2: context you're speaking in, as opposed to a lot of these people who feel that way. So I got this article. Oh, oh Lord.
0: Oh, Lord. Listen, um, <laughs> my prejudgments, I do not lie to myself um, and say I do not have them. Um, I am a human being on this planet, grew up in this country, and... Um, the isms of the world are are seeped into every sector of society, and they are reinforced yes. consistently by the sound majority. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think like right now, where we live, we're in a place where you know, like when we are, folks in mass are trying to uproot the cancers um, of a, of a social order internationally that we've all been taught that you know says that there is supremacy based on um, race mm-hmm. or class. Right. Um, or religion, or gender, yeah. or sexuality, or it's sexual religion. preference, or dating patterns, right? We are all, you know, those you know, things too. And so at the same time as we're working towards liberation on a global scale, at the local scale, um, mm-hmm. these ideas still being reinforced. And so every day, like, I... I'm not gonna say that like I don't negotiate this things every single day. I don't. I don't check myself because I was in the bus and I was like ready to, you know, this go up with this girl. I yeah, girl, girl. I'm on Starbucks I was about to be like, what, what? You ain't had coffee before? Oh, oh. So a black man can't drink coffee on a bus. Ain't that? Some sh-? And she was just stressed out right. trying to find Why out. I like to be like, hey, friend. I, I, could, I you had you know, with her. me. You know what <laughs> what I me. Mean? No, so.
1: It's hard. Th- I have to check my shit too, and and I feel like I I like it's important for me to say this as well because for as much shit as I've I've given to white folks for this election because it is their fault that it uh, is no that it's their fault look at the look at the data sixty
2: eight percent white male fifty eight white female but so, see, I'm
0: nervous so about that because I feel like that's another way that they're trying to bait us
1: well but still regard like white well, people elected they,
0: Trump
2: yeah they did that's
0: um, what they won. But, so, that's the same. Drop so, your tone. The alt-right shit is serious, girl. Ooh. I'm trying to get my bleaching creams together. Oh, shut I'm up. trying to get my Hollywood perm. Oh, I no, am no. just... I had my again. Ancestry.com DNA test. I got my little teen oh, percentage of uh, European DNA. We've suspended Maurice from the first stream podcast <laughs> until he can get right with himself.
3: Right.
0: Thank <laughs> you for listening. No, I'm kidding. i <laughs> um, Is my... Is my 18% white ancestry worth anything? uh the, the one Anyone? drop
2: rule says it's not.
0: <laughs> it's it's
1: representation of like slavery and yeah. like colonization in our country, historical colonization. Mr. Tino, country. I already
0: know that. I'm I, just I I'm trying to be subversive <laughs> here. <laughs>
1: But so I'll, I'll say this So I've been giving a lot of flack To like white folks and, But I'll say that I have appreciated the white people Who have reached out to me And be like I know I'm going to talk to my family I'm going to work through this Because I know it's not hard Or I know it's not easy yeah. And But in the same regard I'm I'm also And I have Ooh. work to do In my community for, Especially amongst All these like White Latinos As one myself Because we voted Ooh do
0: you identify As a white Latino?
1: I mean I'm whiter than then I mean I'm i generally I'm putting that category, No yeah, well, so wait, I'm
0: sorry, I, no, I guess I know that you're not sorry, I'm having a learning. No, anymore. I
1: I acknowledge that I get I get white privilege like from Go
0: when I Yeah, because
3: he's light
0: skinned. No, but, but I know that you're not a shy. black Latina. I just didn't <laughs> think that it's my first time realizing that meant that, that you're a white Latina. I'm a white Latino, yes. I didn't uh, never I never oh my god. No yeah.
1: And I get all the privilege that comes with it.
0: I oh, should have been saying you about shit for years then. Exactly. Okay, sorry guys. No, don't no, yeah. think don't think
2: you're a Peter, no, yeah, because, they, yeah,
0: it's
1: real cute that folks guess everything but Latin American. They're
2: like, yeah. "Wait, so are
1: you like?"
0: So none of your black American friends have Latin ever thought or... that. No, none exactly. of your black <laughs> friends have ever thought that. No, too, exactly. No.
1: So and and so acknowledging that, but so but at this in the same regard that in the white fo- folks have work to do, so do I. I mean, and not to say that it was only like white Latinos who voted for Trump um, in the Latino community, um, oh, but oh. I, I would feel like the I I feel confident saying the majority of the Latinos who did were most likely white. Um or, or Chicano. Well, I don't know, or, or like Cubans. Here. But like like real conservative Cubans, like old school Cubans, not like
0: millennial Cubans. This podcast is it's gonna my
1: space right now. But <laughs> we can look at we can look at the numbers and look at how many like older Cubans are registered Republicans.
0: Well yeah. We
1: have there. Is, there is data to prove. So But so so there's work that I have to do too as like a as like a white Latino with my community and even with my family. Like I'm I'm preparing note cards and everything to go to Thanksgiving dinner to talk about to talk to my family who voted for Trump and actually explain to them how they have voted against their interests. So so and you know I don't know where I'm going with that, but I think it's important to say that Mm -hmm. that there are communities of color and that need to work on this shit as well. And because we voted more Latinos voted for Trump than voted for Romney. And that's a that's a fucking problem in my eyes, it is. and so I have just maybe not as much work to do as the white folk, um, just looking at numbers and percentages, but still have work to do.
0: So I'm gonna. So looking at work, I'm gonna. I found. I was trying to find this article, and it was um like tips on how to survive a Trump presidency. Ooh. Um, and I ha- I did not find the one I was originally trying because it was it was great. It was eight tips. It was amazing. Um, and one of them talked about like negotiating racism
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I cannot find an article though but I have two here one of them is um, I just want to get some credits here one of them is on HuffPost black voices 11 ways black people can practice self-care in the wake of Trump's win and then Mm -hmm. another one is um, from days digital I don't never never really read the site before so I don't know if I liked him or not but I like, but I like the, Yeah, do we like Days Digital?
1: I, th- I I've liked a few of the things they i usually know them for like fashion and like yeah. pop culture not necessarily um,
0: like, and um. Yeah. And they have a list of like three ways how to survive now that Donald Trump is president. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna mash these together. So I just I like wanted it. to give some credits to like where I was getting the article from. Um, you know, your sources. sources. Some of us actually. Some of us do it. <laughs> yeah. Right, um, <laughs> and don't forget that. So that's
1: really facts are things.
0: <laughs> This one talks about. I'm just gonna say buy something empowering from a store in, in your community or online. Mm-hmm. Um, so support those you know of your own community, Hell um, yeah. or who, who are coming up. Local out of the same, black owned. Exactly. exactly. Um, queer, owned, queer owned. Yes. The queers who did not vote for Trump. Sorry. I don't even have words for you, motherfuckers. Don't buy from Twinkie to vote for Trump. Sorry. We nope. Nope. Not bad. Um, another one is donate or volunteer. It's a good thing. So putting our, kind of, putting our resources, whether it's time, mm-hmm. um, for those of us who have expendable income or whatever, so philanthropy, kind of investing in the institutions that do support us or folks like us. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is... Let's show the other one. This one is mobilize. Yes. Um, so right now I think that if you're... I guess it's pretty obvious, like if you're not totally content about the election... Um, the right now is a great time to like plug in, plug in, explore your political voice, articulate your political voice, and find outlet for your frustration. and that find outlet for frustration or rage or disappointment or sadness or whatever it is. Because for like right now, like with so many things I think on the table and unsure and uncertain, like I think like people need people right now. So right. absolutely. Um, part of my
1: plan?
0: Um, so under this one, too, uh, another way after that was choose your cause. Um, and I thought no the because they kind of said like 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 pick your battles, like figure out like what you're gonna do.
1: I like it better phrased that way. Pick your battles. Yeah, cause I mean, cause I feel like that's yeah. part of the liberal crisis or problem. Mm. Yeah. Um, in our movement, like is South that... Park,
2: it's a scarf. It's something that you wear around your. You know your arm, and as you show it off to other people, it <sighs> makes you feel good, makes them think you're a better mm-hmm. person, but it's not effective or helping it.
1: Intersectionality is intersectionality is lost.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, post twink panel has uh, let me. Yeah, we, official statement is huh? to pick your battle? Yeah, yeah, pick your battles. Pick yeah. your battles. Pick your battles wisely, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, another one is both these lists talked about um, keep listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm.
0: So Don't keep listening.
1: Tune anything out. That's, that's actually been a good tip that I, I, there's been two moments, I can't remember this specifically, but I definitely had this cautious around like, no, I just need to like listen to this right now and experience that. That's a good tip.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, they have things like listen to empowering music, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. All the Beyonce. Um, yes.
1: <laughs> and the Solange's new
2: album is saving. Oh, safety. yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank the Lord. Where, where's, where the <laughs> where's the tambourine at? <laughs> the Oh my <laughs> the God, it get blacker, right.
2: but you were wrong. Thank God for
0: her. Uh, you know what's funny with, with her and album? And all the angry female I, With her album, I was like, I just feel like it's so just, like, contemporary, like, black contemporary-ism all it over is. the over the space. And so I was actually shocked when, like, some of my, like, white queer friends were like, Mm, yes, 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 yes. I do a solo album. And I'm be like, why are you saying yes? <laughs> uh, but what I was like, uh, I was like struggling. I'd be like, I mean, I'm glad you like it, but like, I'm. Does this really resonate with you? But what I, uh, yeah, but I was In like, our, but, the but word
2: niggas for us really like speak
0: to your soul. Ooh, I love you, but we did not say that word on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song. No, <laughs> the
2: song?
0: but but at your point though, I think what I got, I think because it's maybe like such an honest, um. Uh, album and it's such an authentic its from so much authentic experience. Yeah. I think that translates through. So that helped me, like, I guess, decipher the album. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I understand why all my non-black friends love it for me, because it's just what? honest and it's mm-hmm. authentic. You know what I mean, like culturally and so personally, autistically. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Solange is
0: helping a lot of us, oh, totally. a lot more of us than I thought she was.
2: Oh yeah, more than you thought because you're like. First, she was the sister in Johnson Family Vacation, and now she's Ooh. here.
1: Well, no, see, <laughs> we that was point. Point. <laughs> I, I have a few friends, like, text me to be like, oh my, because I've been listening to Solange for a minute. Um, when, like the music she was making after that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a fan. I enjoyed her little Twitter rants about the cops and when she was living in Miami. and I, So I've been, I've been kind of following her for a bit. like. bit. And the true EP I thought was amazing. Um, and even the the album she put out before that, I thought was good. Like, I still listen to that every now and then. So people knew... That I, I kind was, of feel like a poser. I'm kind of like new <gasps> to this
0: launch Uh Well, it's
1: old, like... No and this was before I was like a Beyonce stan I think in a hard way like I this is when I was like I'm gonna hear more for Solange she's a little more political whatever but and so it was really cute to me that I had people like reach out to me after the album came out and be like girl I've been sleeping on Solange and I'm like yes you have girl I, I downloaded this album two weeks ago like
2: because so many people will not go to a little sister anymore after Ashley Simpson but <laughs> she. <laughs> oh my gosh! I haven't, th- I haven't heard that Saturday name. Live, she was done. Oh God, right? Yeah, after that lip sync thing, she. Yeah, you're right. not a drag queen, so that just looked dumb on you. Lip, so
1: right? <laughs> listen to empowering music. I think that's so important.
0: Um, so a couple more yes. tips are, and I'm reading these all out of order. No, um, but one of them is if, is if you have to disengage from social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's definitely um, something I've had to do. And so is that something I? I mean, like one thing post-election for me has been like. Um, really looking at uh, no. Granted, we talked about misinformation, information, mm-hmm. what the articles were, and like I don't lack in my media literacy skills. It's not yeah. an, an issue I have. I mean, I'm sure they could always be sharper, obviously, um, in this age, this day and age. Everywhere. But um, one thing was like I kind of felt like, um, you know, like you, you, they talk. I kind of have a little bit, a little bit of an activist back, background, or part of the stories I come out of is the context of activism he's an activist <laughs> in the <a> Trump era <laughs> shut your mouth
1: <laughs> I mean never mind he's never been to a thing I am
0: a, I am a French baker uh, <laughs> I mean I'm an American I'm an American baker <laughs> I make potato rolls this American <laughs> So yeah, having an actor's background is you know you know that like the, the that you know media corporate media is all media, mm-hmm. and so the media is not your friend at all times do not open your mouth in public because the media is always around you. you know what I mean like yeah. be very intentional about language at all times, right and so but also to having a very healthy mistrust of any media source period Absolutely. um post this election, I definitely like that since it's definitely been re re-eng- reengaged and definitely heightened, and so for me like. Um, I don't believe in disengaging from media because you have to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, for me, a lot of it was, I just definitely feel like we're a lot of us in the country are being baited against one another right now mm-hmm. and played against one another. And so for me, like that, I would say immediately recently has been like really helpful for me to disengage with social media to figure out what I actually think about mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of what I'm being told to think about things. Okay, and how do so, yeah. you
1: to show up in those spaces too? Like. I think that's one of the things I, I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna remove my last name from every account and everything just because I'm like, that's unnecessary information. Mm-hmm. I've taken my text messaging to encrypted yes. messaging systems. Um, not because I'm like doing the most illegal things, but because I, no one else needs to see those damn messages. <laughs> um, so people who are connecting me on social media, like, just know.
0: <laughs> um, and people, hold up. Mm. And people, if you know me, in the real life, and if you know me and you have my phone number, if y'all don't quit trying to messenger me on Facebook Messenger <laughs> and ju- when you want something from me, when you're trying to meet me somewhere or ask me to bring you something, or you know, saying don't forget to bring this to the thing text me. Regular like my phone bill is a hundred American dollars every month. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I'm being ripped off, so I would like to receive a text message on the post okay. through a Facebook Messenger, which I don't even have on my phone, so I have to open up the. I pay $100 a month for a stupid phone service. I cannot figure out a way out of this oppression. If you know me for real and you've been to my home, you probably have my number. Text me directly. Do not do it through Mark Zuckerberg's empire. Hello. There you go. Um, more tips. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> Transition. More tests, uh, what did we said? One of them, and I'll, um, it says stand up for the people who need you. Um, and so, and there's a lot right now. Yeah, a lot of us need each other. And for me, um, yeah, stand up for people who need you. And I would say, if, maybe the more racism I would add to that one too, is like to not, I kind of feel like right now is a time where like socially like, because it's a really tense, we're all trying to figure things out, but also too, I feel like a lot of spaces and places like, there's this idea that we shouldn't talk about politics, mm-hmm. um, and any time like you know, I don't know. I feel like a lot of old school activists will definitely say that like you know, kind of in times like this, what what they, the establishment, the the ruling, the regime, mm-hmm. what they what they want you to do is not talk about it, to not talk about your experiences if you're being targeted, if you're being uh, hunted. Mm-hmm. What they want you to do is not talk about it and being you know and being visible about kind of like you the struggle and so what we should do is actually be very vocal about it mm-hmm. a lot of old-time actors will say that you know to you about yeah. like if you you know whatever if, if silence equals death and, exactly yeah yeah and so yeah silence equals death and so I feel like ours, up, I've been I've been challenging myself to like talk about being smart of course because hmm. uh, you all talking about politics now uber I don't know if I, would, yeah. uh, but, I, uh,
2: for me. I did have a moment I was like is he gonna have a
1: get out of the car
0: like, you know where I live now. No, no um, but, no, we'll shut we'll up. But, no, yeah, I think talking to each other about what's going on. Because I feel like I was, realized I was going nuts in my house and had to go see a friend about something. And we just, I was just like, hey, listen, I know this is going to be uncomfortable. Like, let's talk about yeah. this election and what this means for people like you and I. And, like, just because of our identities um, and what that means for the society and what this 100-day plan, yeah. this new president says, like, we need to talk about it. And it was like, well, nothing got solved. Like, our mental health, turns out mental health is a real thing. (laughs) Turns out mental health is a real thing. Um, But it was helpful for us to maintain equilibrium on both sides. Like, we were both healthier people Mm -hmm. after our conversation.
1: And I think that's something that I finally come to this weekend. Like, I actually walked away from this weekend, being that it's Monday, and was, like, having a conversation with myself, really, around, I need to reach out and connect with my friends in a better way. Um, And and I think it's also because I, I don't think I was ready until mm. this point to do that because I don't think I would have been a very like nice <laughs> um, or right. healthy person to talk to in, in in some of the ways but I feel like I'm finally at this place where I'm like, god damn, I have to love my friends harder um, mm-hmm. and, and open up these communication um, about this stuff in a bigger way than I have in the past um, because the need is now um, and so for those of you I haven't talked to in a minute answer my damn call <laughs> in the next week or two. Well, Ooh. see,
2: for me, like, my... Because I want to connect with you. My community of people that I, like, kind of adhere to is the drag community. Mm-hmm. And they are all vocal as all hell about whatever is on <laughs> their mind. <laughs> like, crazy. they will not be restricted, and they will tell you exactly what's up. And I agree with that. Because at a drag show, that was the first time I ever held my fist up in public (laughs) ever. Yeah, because we were all doing that because Beyonce, because it was February. So I was at a drag show after that. So yeah, it's just that level of energy is something that I feel. So it's funny when you have that different friend groups and dynamics where, like, I'm coming from that dynamic and you have people that are not. And so I seem more overwhelming to them Mm -hmm. than they are prepared for. (laughs) But I'm like, If you know me and you know this is how uh, I prepare myself for these moments is uh, enveloping myself in that energy because it allows you to take everything one day at a time to keep that aura around you mm-hmm. because without it you feel very lonely no oh, yeah. <laughs> you still feel very lonely in this issue and you think you're alone and you spin especially like that's the social media thing mm-hmm. where you spin and then you look at facebook and you spin some more like, so, i can't so, believe everyone yeah. that i went to high
1: school with is an asshole yes
2: <laughs> <but> every- <laughs> oh, god. oh my god everyone's an like, asshole i knew everyone was but everyone
1: <laughs> and i'm just kidding not everyone i would time a lot of people I went to high school were not assholes in I of them. Give me a um, But there's a good number. I can count them on my hand that, was that were good. Oh, I you said it was bad. Just <laughs> kidding. Maybe two hands.
0: Oh, <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> one of them, uh, this one I like a lot. There's two more um, that mm-hmm. we're going to share. One of them is, um, it says, Follow these helpful steps to self-care after race-based emotional mm-hmm. and psychological trauma. Um, and the steps put together by a blogger named Jasmine Brown. Um, So I think that if you just Google steps to self-care after emotional and psychological trauma, Mm. um, and it's particularly written for like race-based trauma um, and how those can create symptoms much like PTSD. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like what she's put together is kind of excellent, Um, really just about trauma in general, but specifically written for that. So I think it can apply always, but... She talks about, um, and I'm going to assume Jasmine is she, but the blogger talks about the big She outlines are mindful isolation, mm-hmm. connecting to community, mm-hmm. um, discharging energy, um, yeah. being conscious for, of your well-being, mm-hmm. so feeding yourself where getting good rest, avoid toxins, um, breathing deep. Yeah,
1: I ate like shit for two weeks.
0: Yeah, me too. I smoked a lot of... and I'm not and I'm not a weed smoker in general but I smoked a lot of pops. my intake went up yeah for sure and then one was uh, another one that was asking for help so um, I think her blog is justjasmineblog.com and the article steps to self care after emotional psychological trauma can
1: you check it out show up show love
0: yeah yeah Um, and I would say another one too and I'm not just saying this as a it's like I'm a yoga teacher Mm -hmm. um one of the hats that I wear—we well, don't really wear hats during yoga, but <laughs> one of the maybe maybe they do somewhere in India, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, one thing that both lists talked about um, was breathing, mm-hmm. um, and I would definitely say like um, the science of breathing, pranayama, um, or breathwork exercises definitely helps us to reconnect with our. Actually, I feel like it's like a hippie, but it helps us to reconnect with. Um, I think basically like a, like our body in a very in a very literal, you know, oh, yes. way, but also, too, helps us to connect, to, re- to reintegrate ma- our mind, our mm-hmm. thoughts, um, and kind of our daily operation, and so. Um, Martial arts is the same way. Yeah, and there's like, there's actually, I saw a gif, you say gif or jif? Gif. I say gif. Gif, gif, gif. gif, Screw gif. the creator,
1: he doesn't know how words work. What? He's illiterate, clearly.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> the creator came
1: out and was like, it's pronounced GIF. and I'm like, like the peanut butter? Yeah. No.
0: You mean like jiffy. Yeah.
1: No, it's not like
0: that. That's so J. Uh, a dot G-I-S, Um <laughs> and it was this mindfulness thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's a but it's a breathing thing. Oh, it's like yeah. I gotta find it. But it's a it gift from you. Yeah, in yeah, and the times you're breathing, whatever. And like, I think it's great because it's totally like it's. I think you cause you get like a good like four count, um, four counting, and a four count out says so even that way. And so um, I feel like a lot of us, and I say this from personal experience, oftentimes, like, don't our, don't make time to breathe and reconnect our bodies a lot. And that's true for me. I feel like one would be surprised about how much, just like, some time sometimes, just, like, look at your breath work. Um, I feel like oftentimes when, in levels of high emotion or high stress, like, we tend to be shallow breathers, and so mm-hmm. breath work and just breathing um, is really super helpful. Yeah. So that's, like... So you can go from like the small things to like just learning yeah. to like focus on your breath to like going to like the blog dot com to looking at her steps mm-hmm. for, um, for 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 many, for many people this election process mm-hmm. um, and life post it is traumatic mm-hmm. um, and absolutely life changing and then all the other pieces around learning to look at how we're responding to media and you have some great moments I like I like this I like this story about. The drag queen, of Black uh, History Month No, it was when you yeah. were talking, I was kind of in awe of you for a minute. That was uh, really yeah. a beautiful well, moment.
2: They are they're all the variation so, happens in yeah, yeah. the so, They're all from such marginalized like sub communities within crazy, the gay community yeah. that they know their voice, they know what side their toast is buttered on. Yeah, okay. Makes... It's like they will express that in their artwork. So, when they get on stage and they, you know, parade around as Hillary Clinton or as Donald Trump and they're saying, fuck Trump, over and over again as loud as possible, it's like they've made their stance clear where they stand because when they are out of drag and when they get home, it's like, this is still a part of their real life. Mm -hmm. So, they're using it as a way to express Mm. uh, how they feel and how to help other people. Because when you go to those shows, like I said, it's an energy that you feel that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot of performers, especially um, one in particular. Uh, what was it?
0: Don't be promoting nobody who ain't investing money. <laughs> <that quick? laughs> no, I was just
2: thinking about uh, the show. It was just um, they were doing an election show and you had a lot of them, like I said, they were dressed as Hillary Clinton and doing the whole thing. It was during the debate, actually, I think. So it's just huh. fixed, they, they go back to facetiousness. It's just, it's a lot of ways of people coping themselves. Because there is being loud and obnoxious about what they feel, but it's because they're scared, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the quietness of, that everyone feels, they're scared. And then you have loud people that are just as scared. <laughs> That's also a thing to know. It's like, yeah, they look brave, but they're scared, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, in closing, I'll say this before we get to our closing questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, my friend Matt, who lives in my, my neighborhood by the way we never hang out um, let's fix that but um, one thing you and I were talking and we were came to this con- we came to this realization this conclusion or this note that like we feel like gay men don't say that we love each other enough oh it's so true um, and so like I don't know How I would say can, like, like hug each other enough yeah like
2: see that's why I like that. again with the queens like they're also very emotional there's a lot of love love like they'll tell you they love you they'll hug you they call you sister they call you queen like there's so much there so like that's why i enjoy that environment as opposed to other clubs like around here with the scene where it's more like dude bro straight dudes like they're just in the bar just hanging out there's no love and community in that so it's like you have to also watch where you go i mean there can be i
0: mean i've (sighs) oh no
2: i've gotten so many hugs at one club as opposed to standing around feeling awkward at another so
0: I'm those jeans. No, um, <laughs> but I think what we're all saying is, um, you know, the folks who are similar to you, um, or who constitute your community. I don't know. Well, let me. Let's quit being cute. Just I don't know. Show some love to the gays, to your fellow gay, queer, yes. um, man folk, Especially women folk. Especially the
1: brown, black, and Muslim ones.
0: Right. right. <laughs> and, yes. and
1: the women like. These trans folks like trans,
2: please, can we? I'm scared for all of them. Can our next
0: podcast be maybe we, we need to like plan a podcast out with some queer women because I have this stupid this thing I say. I just feel like my life would be more peaceful if I were a lesbian. <laughs> if I can pull off lesbianism, I just feel like it'd be a more peaceful lifestyle. We
1: can we can we can bring in some, some I, I've because 'cause I've even thought queer about queer women and honor- ask them if we can be honorary. Yeah, <laughs>
0: or or something, or and, and I've I've taken to all the it. Too. I was like, maybe I just need to stop engaging penetration. Maybe like this <laughs> penetration, maybe it's in here a girls save and, this
1: for the podcast? Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> wait, so we can do a podcast about me wanting to be a lesbian. Yes, done. All right, and then sure. none of my friends will ever talk to me again. All my lesbian friends will be like, you can't come over for dinner anymore. No, you're I not Um, but uh, yeah, what's up? So, in tradition of post drink, um, three questions are.
2: What are you reading?
0: What do you love, what are you reading, and what makes you come? Um, And so you can interpret these any way you want to. So what are you reading? Um, What do you love, or who do you love, and what makes you come? And I'll start first. So I joined a book club um, recently, and we actually decided, because of the election, to carry over last month's book selection to this upcoming month when we read, but, um, what am I reading? I'm rereading, um, Zenju Earthland Manuel. Um, the book is the way of tenderness, awakening through race, sexuality, and gender. Um, and how those really about how liberation or transcendence, I feel like oftentimes like in spiritual circles, people think that like, or there's a common saying that like, um, Notions of race and sexuality and gender and these roles they have in our lives. Some people will say like, "Oh, that's we're divine. We transcend that. That's what separates us." <laughs> um, but what she what she what she talks about in this book is that like our way to transcendence is to understanding the intersection of race, sexuality, and gender, mm-hmm. um, and understanding like the life that we live in these bodies from those places. Are the key and are necessary for our transcendence our and our spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. um, and the intersectionalities and all the hard spaces that they, that these identities take us to are the way in which is the way to the threefold, is the way to uh, the liberation of the threefold path the eightfold path. I'm making things up now, but um, yeah. So nice. I'm rereading it. I'm following directions this month and yes. gonna reread the book. Um, that's what I'm reading. What do I love? Um, I. It's a hard question for right now. I don't know. It's been <laughs> hard. It's or, not, sorry for me. For it's, me. A, it, it's a hard one for me. A lot of ways. What do I love? Um, at the end of the day, in the beginning of the morning, I don't know. I love me, and I'm interested in um, mm-hmm. trying to make me um, trying to find you know ways in which. Me can be good in this life. Can feel safe. Can feel loved. Can feel appreciated. Um, can feel taken care of. Can take care of others um, in this life. So what I love is me. Um, me does not betray me. Me does not uh, make plans and not come kind of to my house if somebody prettier hit them up in the app. Um, I love me. Um, what makes me come... Me. Me.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> um, what am I reading right now? Well, figuratively, I'm reading all these motherfuckers that he's appointing to his cabinet. Oh, yeah. His entire family, who's going to be running the Trump Corporation. I'm reading all of them for filth because they are all swine. That Do you know what's
0: hard to say that fucker owns PayPal?
1: Uh, right. I'm. I'm just about to up and leave.
0: I'm like I, too, I'm though. trying to start yeah. like an independent business. Like I, yeah, that's how I make money. can yeah, hey, we crazy. get rid
2: of New Balance while we're at it? Oh God, so those of the official shoes awful of white people now. Folks,
1: I can't believe they came out. And, uh, anyway, so yes, yeah. but actually, so so that's that's real. But um, I think also just sort of a, a, on a light note, I've re- lately I've been really getting into um, altered comics. And <laughs> That's oh, comics yeah. spelled Come with on. an X. Um, wait
0: does that mean they're, they're like pornographic no not no. at all oh.
1: Um it's just it's it's.
0: are they like Latino comics no comics? Oh. it's very
1: like it's
2: just very like life it just talks life, about life kind of self deprecating yes yeah, so,
1: yeah. um, it's very much I guess my sense of humor in some ways right. um, so th- it's been a helpful I've actually like asked for notifications for every time they post because it's just been like a nice comic moment okay. about my there was one very funny one that was like a runner running to the end of the finish line. It was 2016 was the end of the finish line, or in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like tattered up in the first couple scenes, and then in the last scene, they're like almost to the end, and then there's a giant comic coming down and says, election! <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, story of my life. 2016 was rough yeah. as fuck, and then it got bad. Er, um, So that's what I, so I guess really that's what I'm reading um, as a comic. Um, and um, something that I love right now not to get all, like, ah. um, But... Um, I almost
0: cried during mine just now. Come then, on.
1: No, I did love that um, that seeing all the people at protests and actually being proud of Denver for mm-hmm. for doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Colorado did good, too. Like, I think that's important to note. Like, Colorado voted in, in many ways that I thought was good. They also did some stupid shit. I was going to say... Uh, yeah, the whole, like, dude. continuing to keep slavery in the Constitution. What, girl? Um but um but in other compared to some of the other states we did we did some good stuff so i guess that's good but but actually it's the protest that made me love denver more um we're we're reminded of denver of why i love denver um there's that piece i think the other thing that i'm committed to to loving more i guess to build off your point is um loving myself more because a i think i've had to over the last couple weeks um, cause I don't. I mean, just to like go, like get up and work and go interact with human beings.
0: Um Talk about it, <laughs> right? Wow. But also, I'm excited to
1: love myself and, and all the pieces of me. Like coming out of this, I'm committed to like being louder, which is gonna be a surprise to us all because you didn't think <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> you didn't think it was possible, but it's gonna happen because you get are get setting
0: off them. Set it up.
1: I'm getting get louder, I'm getting queer, browner, and just doing all these things going forward because I I thought I could like lay low for a little bit and I don't know why I thought that was true. Do you know So what? I'm loving my ability to get
3: loud.
0: Do you know something I makes me thinking. About? I've been thinking about this has just been pointing all these questions I have for myself about who I am, what have I accepted for myself like as a lifestyle agreement and these kind of things and so um, I have been thinking about like how I show up in the world and like who am I, what am I representing as a lot of things as a black person, as a queer person, um, as a gay man because I am both queer and a gay man. Yeah, um, we need to do a, yeah, a show on that. I'm um, <laughs> but um, but like how I'm showing up and how I'm I guess like how I'm show, how I'm taking up space in those ways mm. and what am I you know I'm kind of like in you know if this is, ends up being an oppressive regime. Like, how do I, how am I going to, like, create space for those pieces? Yeah. And also create spaces where other people can do that, or, um, and how do I, like, SOS, how do we find each other? Oh, yeah. So, that's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about, that No, like, likewise. Likewise,
1: that's exactly, and how do we connect better? I mean, similar to your yeah. that conversation, like, how we love each other better. Yeah. Your third question, what's making me come um what? not a lot it's been pretty <laughs> I've been a little distracted Mo has distracted. not been
0: coming since <laughs> Trump tra- tra- uh, took office uh, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> but
1: I want to like I want to have like I want like to the greatest like subversive liber like liberating sex just to be like, Look at me now. I'm kidding. Uh,
0: it'll happen. My hope is that sex will get better between gay men during Even this. I, I want oh, this to happen. In
1: defiance. We're just gonna have sex better.
0: Yeah, I. That's what I want. Yeah.
1: That's that's what would make me come. That's that's what would make me come. Defiant gay sex. Which will happen like soon. I'm sure.
0: You know what's funny? I have one grandmother that will be proud that i want a podcast that talks about what we have define gay sex. <laughs> and I have another one who would be horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, That's I'm what happens when you have one queer grandmother and one straight grandmother. Anyways. Right. All right, Dominique. Uh, what do you love? What are you reading? And what makes you come? Uh, let's
2: see. 1st i let's start with what I'm reading. What I'm reading uh, right now, and it's just because me is an artist, because I'm an mm-hmm. artist, so... I just love reading manga. I love Japanese, I so that's I've been good. reading Dragon Ball Super. Nice, because it's just it's started again Because Dragon Ball mm-hmm. ended like in nineteen ninety eight, mm-hmm. and so they restarted again a few years ago with the new movie. So I've been enjoying that artwork and the uh, the it's story's cool. fun. So it's just been engaging my brain a lot. So that's what I've been reading there. That's been enjoyable. Um, what I Love and this one in particular I realized I was very thankful for having in my life and I attached to it so heavily I love the boondocks yes. Yes. Come on, yes.
1: Come on dude. So good, why haven't I been watching that I need to well, go it back and in read in particular Watch.
2: I personally I grew up with the boondocks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually when I was 10 years I was the same age as Hugh I was 10 years old and I would read those comics And all the things he said Stuck in my little brain and then I watched the show. And mm-hmm. it's just, it really did prepare me for this moment. Yep. And so therefore, I did not get emotional or confused or upset. All I thought of was, what would Huey be? <laughs> exactly. He's like, the end of America. And he's just like, just flat out, just, this is what it is. A rich white man got the thing that he wanted really bad. Why are we surprised? Yes, the sky <laughs> is blue. <laughs> I, I can even compare him to like... I compared Donald Trump to Ed Wunsler. Yeah, it went just that way. He's just as awful as him. Because that's why I said twenty sixteen is a cartoon. Because it started to reflect certain things where we're supposed to put up with these blatantly awful characters, and they're just we're just supposed to take that. Right. Like that's what happens in shows where these characters in real life you would not be around them for five seconds. <laughs> but why are we tolerating this? This person
1: is awful. Yes. No one should be their friend. No oh what?
2: But why? And that's why, and we have our president who's exactly that. True. And so. The boondocks. Um, yes, that mm. framed my mindset for this time right you now. You said
0: Huey already done told the, us.
2: Yes, he told us already. Right, Huey was Truth. right. But no, that's what's prepared me. and That's why I love it so much. Because even the election night, I was just reblogging Huey gifts. That, yes. That's how I expressed my feelings, just boondocks gifts the whole night. Brilliant. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Last, we'll last question. You, yes. We'll what's
1: making you, you come? come? It could be now, it could be figuratively, it could, it could be, be literally. It could, it could be, be literal or figurative.
2: <laughs> um, figuratively, I would have to say, is drag. Yeah! It because it's been so amazing to watch people uh, evolve as performers and uh, them uh, expressing themselves and pulling me into it in terms of. They encouraged me to try it and to do it because I did it once. Already, I saw like, the photo. Yes. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And uh, it was a different form of expression for me. and allowed me to make a connection, not only with these people that I consider my friends, uh, but also it gave me a very unique view on being a woman. It really did. Because after my, cause I did a performance and afterwards we went to a bar mm. and I met this guy who actually thought I was a girl. 100% there you go, but then later on you learn that when guys talk to you a certain way You hear the tone of their voice that is like you're supposed to fall in line right now because you're a girl And I'm a man talking Ooh. I hear it. I hear it But I'm a man so I'm like yeah Like I know what you're trying to tell me to do right now, but my man instinct is telling me to punch you in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> So then I realized that this is a social structure that women have to deal with all every the time day since they were little girls till now, like when they're grown, of little undercurrents of fall into place that I never had to deal with as a man. Mm-hmm. So that's male privilege the fact that people talk to you straighter with no connotation of what they expect from you back. Right, right, right. So that taught me a lot. So that's why it makes me come, because it's beautiful, it's fun, it's crazy, it makes me laugh and it teaches me things.
0: Hell so. yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Stay tuned for next time. Yeah. Thank y'all.